0: Have you been shadow banned by the liberal media? Free market got you down? Do you get ratioed on every Twitter post because of your shit takes on literally everything? Then producer Dave and HK are probably watching your three-hour dissertation on how a tomato cannot possibly be a fruit because gender and critical race theory can be cured with ivermectin. The Intellectual Dollar Tree, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Please leave it a one-star review on iTunes. Check out the rest of our schedule at ecoplexmedia.com.
1: Gay Dave is a fucking freak, he's a kaku whore, and I despise him. (laughs)
2: Shot eyes, Get drunk and fight every night Idolize Bradley belittle little woman's rights Homophobic racist, and don't give a fucking hey Do you think you can drive a bigger truck? So wear your baseball cap and decide to let everyone know that you're a nice guy So cool, I was so impressed Lots of chicks in a barrel chest Cause you're a real man, punch for punch Gonna piss in your face while you're passed out drunk I'm a nice guy, you're a nice guy Nice guy who speaks through his fits Sting Prick with a pension for messing with heads A broken nose for dinner and breakfast in bed Alcoholic, paranoid, and suicidal too But you're probably kill her uh, Before she gets away from you she was in the blue mud cry All your friends say that you're a nice guy Have a drink, this one's on me Look you're doing fine Losing to your disease Tomatos, I'll pack your bags very you my cat pride Fuck off, jerk oh, I don't wanna hear it Fuck off, jerk Read it to the lyrics So let the fudgy spill Quench your thirst As long as you remember That nice guy is finished
3: Welcome to the Plex. We do the show live every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. Um, As the summer months wear on here in fabulous South San Jose, we may start starting this show a little bit later. Uh, Ambient temperature in the studio right now is around 82 degrees and it's only going to get worse as the summer wears on. If you'd like to support this project and maybe uh, one day move me into a fabulous climate controlled studio. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com Echoplex or even better at eplex.store. Uh, the subscription service is much like Patreon, except on, in addition to the patrons' content, you also get a discount on things in our shop. Every time you order on top of any other promo code, you might get. Real quick, shout out to Ron S., been a supporter of ours since the very beginning, switched his uh, support over from Patreon to <clears throat> He plexed store and did it uh, for a whole year at a time. So that's great. We know we can count on his support every month. And uh, he got a little bit of a discount on it, too. So that's great. Anyway, I'm producer Dave. You can find me on Grinder, And, uh, well, this is what the people want.
4: Police officers, they've gone insane. I don't hate the cops. There's a person inside when the truncheon stops Donate the cops When the raiders come who will protect the shops Donate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop Is the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops You didn't hate the cops Cause they don't do nothing wrong Donate the cops You can't blame them for just doing their job Donate the cops Well you gotta wonder how much would it cost For you to be shot at and stabbed at by maniacs and drunks Donate 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 the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops
3: But our first story is about the cops this uh is from a little over a year ago um but was just recently re- or a little less than a year ago and was just recently released and um this is one of them definitely nobody to root for situations because uh apparently allegedly a woman either tried to or did uh assault her a partner with a car and the police were called and uh all fucking hell broke loose because fucking a white lady tears and shit.
5: Police officer was serving an arrest warrant for a domestic violence allegation. The suspect, 45 year old Sean Malarkey, allegedly hit her ex husband with a car or
1: oh,
3: her former partner. So, if you're listening on the podcast of this, you might want to at least like grab the the docket link in the vi- in the in the description to check out this video, or you can go grab uh, the video of this on uh, YouTube, or even better yet, subscribe on Patreon, or Store, and you get the video of the whole show.
6: Hey, step out of the car right now!
2: Get out of the car, Bam. We'll talk about everything, but get out of the car.
7: Yep.
3: That's funny. Somebody in chat was like, "Well, I'm glad it's not my ex. It's not my neighbor." She's yep. Step out. Excuse me. Step out. No. Excuse. Step out. You know,
8: excuse, step step up. your Hands off of me.
3: Step
2: out of the car right no, now. No. Yes. No. Step out of the car. Get
8: your hands off. Get of out
2: of me. the car. No. You're under arrest.
8: No, I am not.
3: Yes, you are. No, I am not. Yes, you are. So, if you do want to question, like check it out if you want to after you don't know what the fuck the police are there for you go what's going on you am i being detained like some of that sov sit shit is right they just end up acting the fool like even if you're in the right you don't do this because even if you did nothing wrong now they're going to charge you with resisting arrest
9: get your hands off open this off- garage door excuse
6: me it's like, oh.
10: No, you get your hands off of it. No,
6: get out of the car now. No, I will tase you if you don't get out of the car.
10: You better take your hands off of me right now.
3: Oh, there's like a kid in the back of the car. Fuck that, dude. I told you you're
6: under Why? Because you have a warrant and you're wanted no. for domestic battery. Yes, you are. Excuse me.
8: I just sent a message and I am. Excuse me. Excuse me.
6: Get out of the car right now. No. I told you I can handle this peacefully, but you have to get out of the car.
8: No, you'd never yeah. said that.
3: Uh, she's right. He didn't say that.
6: I
8: sent you a message. My attorney.
6: Affirmative. I won't cough on.
8: You. Excuse me.
3: Yeah, he shouldn't be out of breath from this minor struggle that he's in.
10: You don't stop tugging. I'm going to taste
6: you if you don't get. Why'd
3: the the audio die?
6: Yes. No. You're obstructing right now. Do you understand that? No, you're
10: obstructing.
6: I'm not going to tell you again.
10: No, I'm not going to tell you
2: again.
6: Get out of the car. right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The like, like uh, fuck the police and shit like as an organization, but if they're there to serve a warrant, you don't, there's nothing you can do. It's not like a speeding ticket where you can be like, Oh, please let me go. I'm a crying white lady. They're already a warrant. In fact, if, if you, cause she's like, I was on the phone with my attorney. You know what you do? If you find out there's a warrant for your arrest, turn yourself in.
1: Stop! Kick-off. I do, do 20
10: understand.
0: One female, ten ninety-five.
10: You did this. No, I didn't. Oh, I did I no, I didn't. Andy asked
8: you to yeah. come
11: out. Excuse Andy
8: me? Andy asked you to get out of the car. No, Andy cow. yanked me. I yanked
10: no, you yes. because
3: I told you you're under arrest. No, 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 you were refu- like, you don't know no, this. This shit right here. Uh, li- listen, if you're there to serve a warrant, like, you don't have to explain shit. I don't, I don't, this fucking, this is, this is like fucking, this is like upper middle class white lady shit that they're, that's happening here. Yes. yes. Yeah. Out of breath, Andy, no. like, like she's creating, like, listen, her kids in the back of the car, there's a warrant for arrest. There's no way she's not going with them. Even if she thinks they're wrong, even if like, even if somehow she was using her car in self-defense against an abusive partner, this is all going to have to come out in court. Your kid, your young kid is in the back of the car, and you have now traumatized your young kid.
12: Is, are you going to stand up and be cooperative?
8: Are you going to understand that my attorney has filed a motion to quash this?
0: All right, can I you re- just stand your knee?
10: My attorney has filed a motion have, to quash Lawrence this? We're emotion. going up here this way. So this. that.
6: You hit us, you do anything stupid towards us, and we're any car on If you hit Excuse us me. or anything, let's go. You've already hit me. I you didn't hit, hit, you?
3: hit you. I don't think they hit her. I think they dragged her out of the car.
2: Now you got a whole show for your
3: neighbors here. You are a Cops are dicks.
10: My children don't have anybody Bobby, at home right this.
9: now. You well
3: know, because you you fucking might have all allegedly you ran over their father.
8: I need to call my attorney. I'm not getting in my car until I call my attorney. That's I'm not calling gonna happen. my... No, I'm calling my attorney. It's not going to happen. No, I'm calling my attorney. I'm
3: going to say calling, right gonna call attorney. The
8: no, attorney calling attorney. Right my now.
2: My
4: no, no, I'm calling my attorney.
2: Right now you're under arrest. No, I'm calling my attorney. Sit in the car. My children are home alone. I'm you an order. Sit in
13: the car. My children are
3: home alone. Oh, they're going to get the father there. That's the one she tried to run over, allegedly, with her car
10: home okay. alone we will and take care
3: of your children no you're not taking care of shit i'm gonna get out. the way
8: that you take care of somebody is throwing them
6: down on the ground you are a
8: you are a shitty human
3: being That's I mean she right but also also there's a warrant out for her arrest for possible attempted vehicular homicide if you try to dr- drive your car into somebody you're trying to kill them
10: in front of their children what the
14: sit down i told you 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 piece of shit
3: look at that neighborhood yeah this is fucking rich white lady tears like i mean like it might be like the houses there might be less than like a regular house here but look at those fucking houses
14: piece of dirt that i wouldn't piss on if
3: you were on fire i smell an odor of alcohol on your breath
8: no that's my piss
3: that's your piss i'm
8: pissing on you
3: okay she drinks her own piss what? Pain chips?
8: You're the worst part of the society. You think? I don't think so. Oh, no, I, know. I don't. I don't think
3: so. I, I fucking you know mean, it. This lady just from, she attempted to run, allegedly attempted to run her ex-husband over with her car.
14: You are the
8: worst. You take down a mother in front of her fucking children, Three, four, but you are somehow
3: No, no, no. Lady, the way you handle this is you go- as soon as they show up, you go. Listen, you go. I'm going to come with you, but can I call a neighbor? Can we call one of my neighbors? I'm going to come with you, and I think they're going to let this rich white lady call her neighbor. You call a neighbor and go, "Hey, um, I have a bit of legal trouble. Can you come over to my house?" <laughs> they're probably going to let you, but instead, now your kids saw all this. to get out. No, he didn't. No, he didn't.
10: Were you there?
3: It sounds like you were free, right?
10: Were you there?
3: Right. Well, it's his body. I mean, the body cams there.
6: My emergency lights before you even got in there. Out were the were you
10: there? Were you bend there? Bend your, bend your legs. No, were you there? Bend your
6: legs. Don't continue. Were, you were you there?
10: Were you I there?
13: there? I saw what I saw when I walked in. Yeah. You're
10: Aberdeen, not getting out. Chevy truck can you pull down? Move
13: it.
3: But don't open the door again.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. bottle. Same motor all. Okay. Hey, I didn't tell you to get out of the car stop give you your me. phone on you
8: don't touch me do you phone on get you? your fucking hands off me where's your phone do not
6: where's your phone at get your or, uh, do
8: not touch me okay.
6: did i
10: ever say that? do you fucker? do not touch me get his fucking hands off me you get you your fucking hands off me cool
3: hey, if you keep resisting get your f- oh yo that. yo don't try to ever bite anybody i don't care do what kind of fight you you're, you're in. in don't ever try to bite anybody Unless, like, you absolutely have to.
15: moving. Let take off your watch. you.
8: You don't get to touch me. You are a disgusting piece of shit.
3: The next time... No, I do like her energy toward the cops in some ways, but also, like, she tried to run over her ex-husband, allegedly.
15: He doesn't get to touch me. Okay, get in the car.
11: Use
6: the words and let's use our hands. Hey, get in the car. If you don't, you're going to get charged with obstructing. Get in touches me Get in the car, Sean.
8: Get your hands off Sean, of you. He's car. not
6: even touching you. Get in the car. Oh, but he I'm did. not touching you.
8: No, he's touched okay, me. Get in the car. He's dog. touched me he just it, like, way more awesome times a than a Like,
3: problem. once you got the warrant, dude, you just got to let them take you. She probably knew. She said she was on the phone with her attorney earlier. Why the fuck didn't her attorney be like, listen, get somebody to watch your kids and turn yourself in? Sean, get in you
1: the know car. He, No, do you know what
10: he's done?
3: <laughs> he, oh, sneaky move. Sneaky move.
6: Kick you right in the head the ass,
10: That's mean. Don't
13: that do that. They pull the, okay, pull the strap out the door.
3: Like no matter what, if you're being arrested, what you need to do is shut the fuck up. He has
10: touched me more times than pro- right. Do you understand?
6: Hi, everyone.
2: Alright. Do you understand how many Morning. times he's
10: touched right. me?
3: That was kit gloves, baby. That was kit gloves.
6: We have a couple of charges of our own, too, so it's gonna be a lot. one. Yeah.
3: We could just do what he says. Oh, no, no. Listen to
6: what no, he says verbally. I'm really.
8: coming for him. Okay. My attorney is filing charges against you, hey, man. Let's,
6: let's take her out You are real quick. You are out. Uh, I'll meet the you guys dirty? at PD.
3: Man, I feel fucking real bad for the other people in the fucking holding cell she ends up in. My God.
10: That I've ever witnessed in my.
6: Life, do you need I'm anything in regards to your house?
10: I am suing you. Do you
6: personally. need anything?
3: Like, why isn't she? Why isn't she like, hey, what are you doing about my kid? Dad. Why isn't she like, hey, what's going on with my kid? You are dead.
6: What's that? You are getting sued. No, no. What did you say face? before that? You said sued. I am dead. What do you mean You're by that?
8: F-er. You are.
6: Elaborate on it, if you mean it.
8: You,
3: you're getting sued. See, like, they're like, listen, this is Kit Gloves. They're like, do you need anything regarding your house? And she just started, like, yo, Th- this could have been, like, a non-incident. She could have said, oh, okay, uh, there's a warrant. Okay, well, I think things were different, but I'm not going to talk to you about this. Um, can I please call my neighbor or my sister? Uh, I- I- I'll i do it, you know, whatever. You-, you can hold the phone while I'm in cuffs. I just want to make sure somebody's here to take care of my kid. They would have said yes, and then none of this would have happened. Her kid was just fucking traumatized, because that kid didn't know what the fuck was going on. I wonder if the kid was in her car when she tried to allegedly run over her husband, ex-husband. wonder why he left her. Oh, I'm assuming it's he, he who left her. That's
10: all
2: too. she tried to bite me.
6: What do, you,
10: do you think you're cool? You can beat up a girl? Good for you. Henry, you. 20, I'm transporting female. Vengeance. Whoa, did she just
3: yell a slur at him? You're stronger than girl. Wow. That's 97197.
4: 97197.
3: Oh, no, the kid in the back of the car was not. No, the kid in the back of the car was like in a, um, um, a, a, a fucking car seat. Or at least that's what it appeared to be. It was hard to tell because blur- the image was blurred most of the time. Well, the kid being used to it is worse, right? Like, if she treats the fucking cops this way, how does she treat the ki- uh, Like, not that I'm saying that you should be c- kind to the cops, right? But you should at least have have enough fucking sense to shut the fuck up. Like, how, what do you think she does when her kid misbehaves? My God!
9: All right. I'm sorry to ask for your
6: watch. Yes. Shaw, step out. I have your
1: watch. Oh, is it a-
3: You're not going to get to keep any of your possessions that you have on you, lady. You get a new outfit and everything. And then, like, then you're, oh, if she's going to, like, mouth off to the people in the holding cell, she's going to have a bad time.
6: What's up?
8: I didn't get any paperwork accounting for it.
3: Which, you haven't been processed yet. Other people that act like that, that way, get tased or shot, lady. Fuck.
6: I'll see if you're watching okay. the booking room.
3: hey, hey. guess what? Just so you know, with body guess, camera,
6: your watch is right here, okay? guess, guess what? How about sound?
10: I don't take anything for granted.
6: That's great. Can you hop out of the car now?
10: I don't know. You want to drag me out like you, like you drug me in? Uh,
6: no, I, I, know I prefer you, not I, to. No,
8: I know you enjoy that.
6: That's Can your you? opinion. Can no, you get out of No, on? no,
8: no, it's what i experienced. Thank you.
6: Are you going to willingly exit this car or No.
8: I don't think I can because my feet are tied together and my hands, so I don't
10: think okay, that I can willingly I'll,
6: really I'll help you out i you Come on. Dick. Let's go.
8: That
10: guy.
6: Hey, why, why are you... Okay, put your feet back on the other side. No, 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 no. Here, Put your feet down. Put, put, put your feet... No, no, no. Put your feet no, no, down No, 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 it,
10: it hurts too much.
2: 100.
1: You could just, you could just take it off. Okay, no. No, you're kidding. No, what
13: am I? I'm a fucking 100 pounds. You think I'm going to take up. a 200-pound dude? Sean, well, you've already kicked at a lot of times.
3: Try. She already tried to bite one of them, dude. I fucking, listen, don't bite the cops. Don't bite anyone. Guy,
12: right there. The one
13: you this?
16: tried to bite? Okay,
10: Sean, let's go. Why? Could you ask yourself a question? Sean,
3: your- yeah, I couldn't do this as a job, like, Why? but the.
8: the up and drug
3: me out of my car in front of my kids. yo lady you're the one who made that traumatic for your kid especially with your kid there you find out there's a warrant you don't even know even she knew exactly what the warrant was for right you don't like try to uh, allege. you don't allegedly attempt to run over your husband with your car and then not know why the cops are there but let's say that something else was going on and she didn't know why they were there even even more e- either reason shut the fuck up be like i need to get somebody to take care of my kid and uh but i'm cooperating with you and then like then like none of this happens and you don't end up on the plex with us a little bit uh, morally ambivalent about the situation okay a dick.
10: let's go that's
3: why
10: you don't have you don't have any sort of consciousness or awareness as to hey,
6: why you can't you were standing outside of the car earlier weren't you how, how,
8: can, how can I stand
6: up? You need a security there. How do it's you get your
13: radio?
17: Well, you're not being nice to me.
0: You're not being night. nice
13: to me. But this is
3: like, what the fuck? What do you mean we're having an argument over who's who's being nice? Do
10: you
8: know how many, you know how many times I've served you guys food? I sat out there and served you guys hot dogs.
13: I wish you would just be nice to us. I wish of you would
8: food. be fucking nice to me. Are you fucking kidding me?
10: You're making my wrists bleed. Well, it's
4: falling to blows, Sean. Yeah,
8: an adult. I did
5: nothing. Sean Malarkey was charged with felony aggravated DUI, her third DUI with a child passenger, and felony aggravated assault to an officer, misdemeanor count of resisting. She also received a citation for transportation. Oh, she
3: had an open container in the fucking car. Oh, lady, lady, my God. My God, the third time with a ki- Oh, Jesus Christ. Yo, fuck the police. But like in this case, like she needs to be like, I don't know if she needs to be taken. Um, she needs to be if, at the very least. She needs to be taken. That kid needs to be taken away from her. Um, But if, if she was charged with aggravated assault with her car and she doesn't shut her fucking mouth what that's going to that's going to end up being attempted murder um so like you know it's fine talk shit to the cops if you want but like in this case i don't know like what else was supposed to happen like there was you know i i just i kind of wish like that every time the cops served a warrant they behaved With this much restraint, we would live in a much safer society where people would have at least a little more respect for the fucking cops. Like, imagine if that was like a bigger black dude, how that would have all gone down. Would have been a different fucking scenario entirely, even if he would have behaved like 20% as aggressively as she behaved. So that was our first story. Fucking interesting, right? I didn't know whether or not to put that on the docket, but I'm glad we did. Uh, you know, it is what it is up next. We have uh this is the house of representatives and people. There's a, a bill put, uh, put forth by Matt Gates to abolish the ATF, which I am generally for. Um, I think that we have enough law enforcement agencies and get rid of one of them. Ain't the worst idea. Uh, but also, like, the ATF also, like, is, like, trying to find people who are building bombs. So, I don't know. Anyway, here's some here's some uh, fireworks from the House floor with Adam Schiff. And uh, Adam Schiff just asking his Republican colleagues if they're in favor of abolishing the ATF. I, my answer would be yes, but probably not for the reasons that the uh, Republicans would like to do it.
13: I'm happy to yield to my republican colleagues if they want to express support for Mr. Gates efforts to defund the ATF would any of my republican colleagues like to express their support for Mr. Gates efforts to defund the ATF I, I think we're going to get to that would uh, I think we're going to get to that Mr. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Jordan would you like to me to yield to you express your support for Mr. Gates legislation I'm gonna, to I'm going to yield to I'm
15: going to th- I'm going to yield to Mr. Gates No no I, I'm John. yielding
13: to you Mr. Jordan
15: well, I'm going, to to let me to Mr. Know, I'm going to listen to Mr. Gates' compelling Mr. Jordan, arguments Jordan, that I know will be Jordan, coming, and then Mr. we will Jordan, have a debate. Mr. Jordan, reclaiming
13: my time, I, I'd be happy to yield to you for the purpose well, of yes. I appreciate your willingness. Uh, Mr. Jordan, if you'll let me finish. I will. Uh, it is my time. I'm happy to yield to you for the purpose of saying yes or no, whether you support Mr. Gates' efforts to defund the ATF. Do you, Mr. Jordan?
15: I support Mr. Gates' effort to send a message to the ATF, which is what he said oh, so just you do support, in the you debate. You support
13: the legislation to uh, defund the ATF? I didn't say for that. Mr. I said I support his efforts to send a well, message the, to the, the ATF. Bill, who, the bill that Mr. Who, Gates has introduced. changed the is, rule after 10 says, years of telling American citizens. That it would it would it, abolish, it would eliminate the Bureau immediately after enactment. Do you support that, Mr. Jordan? Yes or no? I've
15: given my answer. Do you support it? I've given my answer.
13: Yes or no, Mr. Jordan? I've
15: given my answer, Mr.
13: Shepard. Okay, I guess your answer is you don't support it or or you're afraid to say that you do. But I am hopefully uh, I'm happy to yield to Mr. Johnson or Mr. Biggs or Mr. McClintock, Mr. Tiffany, Mr. Massey, anyone. Anyone else like to join Mr. Gates and anyone anyone like to uh, any anyone like to express their support for Mr. Gates' effort to abolish an entire federal law enforcement agency? Anyone over there? Mr. Issa, do you support abolishing the ATF?
16: Thank you for yielding. I. Uh, <clears throat> it's a yes or no,
13: Mr. You and I Mr. have Mr. served Issa? served here for 20, almost 22 plus We're, years. Reclaiming my time, I, I'm not getting a yes or no from anyone. I was getting to that. Was, well, yes I'm or sorry, no? I'm sorry, but, but no, Mr. Issa. I, you, what I was saying is, yes or no. it, it took 22 years to see y- you yes conducting no, a
16: deposition of your colleagues, uh, and I uh, appreciate it, my reclaiming my time. claiming
13: my time. Apparently,
3: Mr. Gates no, in a deposition, you kind of have to answer the question. This is a bit of grandstanding by uh, Adam Schiff, for sure.
13: the only one willing to publicly say he supports defunding the ATF. Maybe that's progress, and and I hope that will mean I, well, that, the gentleman, that my colleagues be will a, vote. Accept be a vote. I think there's going to be a vote. You're going to know here in a I hope of that my colleagues will accept the amendment. Uh, the gentleman's time has expired. The gentleman Excuse from Arizona, me, I'm reclaiming my time, Mr. You Jordan. don't have any time to reclaim. Well, I would I, I, if you hadn't been speaking over it. No, if you, you ask us all the questions. Well, and what's the answer, the Mr. Jordan? From Arizona, what's the, what's the answer? Do you support rep- Do, do you support abolishing the ATF, Mr. Jordan? The gentleman from Florida is recognized. Thank you. I greatly appreciate this interest in the legislation. I've offered.
3: I like how whoever cut the video was like, fuck whatever uh, Matt Gates has to say. Um, it was a bit of grandstanding, but you know, like, these people, these are all the ones, oh, we love the fucking police, blah, 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 until the fucking, until like, uh, somebody in chat was saying, until the, there's a law enforcement agency that might regulate guns. Now they don't want to do it. I don't like the ATF. They don't have a great history. They have a little bit of blood on their hands. Maybe more than a little bit. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And our, our government is completely dysfunctional um, because I'm pretty sure Matt Gates didn't uh, introduce the bill to abolish or defund the ATF with any expectation that it would go anywhere. Right. It was just so that he could go back to like the wackos in his district and say that he did that. I wish that I wish th- th- that people in our legislative bodies would stop proposing stuff that they know has no chance of passing. Um, That they know they're not even going to get support from their own side of the aisle for. for. Anyway, up next is a public service announcement and um, it's a little crazy that this is necessary but it is.
1: (laughs) Can I get you started with drinks? Oh,
14: sorry, I gotta take this. We'll need a minute.
4: I'm just, no,
18: no, no I'm here. That's Sorry, sir. Hey,
14: get
18: out need to back up! You can't be here anymore! Get out of my face, what, man! What, you think I'm afraid of you? Yeah, get
1: off
18: of man! one one there's a cliff.
3: So right there getting behind the bar is pretty smart. Uh, a lot of places the bar is it may look like wood and stuff, but there's a there's a metal substructure to the bar. Getting behind the bar if you if you can is a smart thing to do if this happens. That's another good place to go, the exit.
0: jeans, black shirt. Empty hands up,
2: follow their instructions. I'm
8: in the direct line of fire if I head for either exit. But I have other options to help me survive.
14: Guys, come on, in here, come on. Go, go, go. Lock and barricade the door.
4: Both my exits are blocked by the shooter. I gotta stay hidden. I'm no victim. I'm ready for this.
14: He's applying direct pressure to the wound to stop the bleeding until we can find a tourniquet. In the meantime,
8: turn off your phones and make a plan to defend yourself.
3: Turn off your phones. You're silent. Put your phones. Put your phones on silent and try to fucking. Oh, anyway, whatever. Maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe these are best practices from someone trained in in this kind of uh, thing, which is a crazy thing that we have people trained in.
13: We have to fight to survive.
3: You got to fight to survive behind the bar is not a bad place. Look for weapons. Like, look for a fucking weapon. You think that bartender ain't got a baseball bat behind there?
4: Go for the gun. He'll go for his arms. The bartender will go for the head. Where is he? We got him right here. Stand. Please show me your hands. Over here.
1: You can survive a mass shooting, if you're prepared. Remember, run, hide, or fight. Run, wherever you go, be aware of alternate exits. Quickly and cautiously evacuate in a direction away from the attacker. Don't hesitate. Seconds matter. Remember windows and emergency exits. Leave belongings behind. Keep your empty hands raised and clearly visible when exiting a building. Follow all instructions from the police. Don't stop until you're sure you've reached a safe location. Hide. If there is no safe escape route, find a good hiding place. Lock and barricade the door. Silence cell phones. Prepare a defense plan. Fight. Fight only as a last resort. Use available objects as improvised weapons. Use teamwork and surprise. A coordinated ambush can incapacitate an attacker. You're fighting for your life. Don't fight fair. Stop the bleed. A victim can die of uncontrolled blood loss in five minutes or less. Apply pressure or a tourniquet to control severe bleeding. Go to fbi.gov/survive to learn more.
3: I would suggest maybe not uh, FBI for this. Uh, there are <clears throat> there are nonprofits. There are there are individuals who are trained in uh, self defense and in defending others. And um, I would just suggest uh, you know the FBI may have good information, but you know don't encourage the FBI. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing that's not none of this is funny Um, but yeah I would I I mean a crowded bar is like a horrible place to be when this goes down because this is like you you probably don't know who the shooter is and another thing a lot of them fucking a lot of the Republicans would be like oh where's the good guy with the gun and I'd, I'd be like well what we really want here actually would be two people shooting through the crowd that sounds reasonable um, I had a conversation once at my friend's uh, the bar at my friend's restaurant. There was a guy who was a former cop, quit doing policing because he didn't like the culture, uh, went into uh, defending uh, target uh, individuals. He was he just does personal defense for people, and he had a few drinks in him, and he kind of talked about a few things, and it was a really interesting conversation. I wish I'd have gotten his card because I'd love to have him on to talk about like what what you can do, what you can do to defend others, what you shouldn't do, etc. The one thing I do remember is we talked about a school shooting. And I was school shootings. And I was like, hey, what do you think about arming the teachers? And he said, you know how classrooms laid out? He goes, so most classrooms are laid out in such a way that the teacher can see the students in the door. So that means the students are between the teacher and the door. And if somebody's going to come in with intent to hurt people, they're going to come in through the door. And so now if the teacher had a firearm, they'd be firing across the people they were trying to defend, which is what he said. He said, you don't ever do that. We don't live in a movie. And so yeah, don't be a hero like somebody's saying in the chat. If you can help somebody, help somebody. But um, you know, don't you know, it's not a movie. This is not a movie, this is real. And uh hopefully this never happens to anyone in this chat or anyone listening to this podcast. Hopefully you never have to use any of this advice. Hopefully you never have to run or fight for your lives. But this is America. Um the people who are listening to this who live outside of America are probably just constantly stunned at this, that this is a thing that we have to think about. And that not just us as adults have to think about, that fucking children have to think about. My God. I never thought about that shit when I was a kid. I'm 46 years old. It never occurred to me somebody's going to come shoot up my fucking school. Times they are changing Anyway, here's uh, Texas State Representative Roland Gutierrez. And is uh, making some claims about Governor Greg Abbott, and doesn't make Greg Abbott sound so great. These are just claims; these are allegations. We don't know th- them to be true.
18: Every ever since Uvalde, we've seen mass shootings across this nation, and cops come out and they tell you who died. They tell you who the shooter was. They tell you what the motivation was. And they do it all within 24 hours. Hell, they do it all within a few hours. And some of them show you the body cams that day. You saw that in Tennessee. You saw that in Chicago. You saw that in California. And you see it uh, all the way, uh, all across this country. But you don't see it here. And you don't see it here because there's one man in a center office in this building that doesn't want you to see what's going on. And he tells his top cop, you're in control here, man. Keep it quiet. Don't tell people that the people that died in Allen, Texas, were mostly minorities. Don't have that conversation because I'm going to go down to the border and blame Biden for some bullshit that's not existent, right? We can talk about that, but that's not what today is about. Today is about the reality. And the reality is that we are in a more dangerous state because Republicans have made it more dangerous. We are in a more dangerous state because of loose gun laws that allow everybody to walk down Congress with a gun and they, and a cop can't even ask you one question as to why. I promise you if it was a black man or a brown man walking down Congress, they'd figure out something. Wouldn't they, Ron? That's right, they sure would. And so that's what's happening in this country. That's what's happening in this state.
3: Whoa, that dude is angry. You can't fake that funk. Did you see fucking that dude was
19: pissed?
3: That dude, you cannot fake. That's not that. I mean, if he, he can fake that shit, he should be. Uh, he should be making a lot more money as a fucking actor. You cannot fake that shit. And he's not wrong. They're, 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 I don't know if his claim about what uh, the governor said to the whoever the top cop is, is true. But even if the, even if that, you know, it wasn't in so many words, maybe the, maybe the law enforcement is nudged in certain directions by the, the political powers that be who fucking knows. Anyway, we're going to move on to something, uh, a good bit more funny. Uh, George Santos, George Santos has had a big week.
11: Thank you guys. Look, this is the beginning of the ability for me to address and defend myself. We have an indictment. We have all, we have the information that the government wants to come after me on, and I'm going to comply. I've been complying throughout this entire process. I have no desire not to comply at this point. They've been gracious in there. Now I'm going to have to go and fight to defend myself. The reality is, is, sorry, it's a witch hunt because it, it, it makes no sense that in four months, four months, five months, I'm indicted. You have Joe Biden's entire family receiving N- deposits from nine
3: <laughs> people are booing him
11: receiving money from foreign from foreign destinations into their bank accounts it's been years of exposing a lot of you here have reported on them and yet no investigation is launched into them i'm gonna fight i will and i'm just going. I'm getting back to that i'm gonna fight my battle i'm gonna deliver i'm gonna fight the witch and i'm gonna take care of clearing my name and i look forward to doing that
3: he's like i've only been here four months and i've already been indicted sir that doesn't make you sound good because it turns out there actually there, there are pressures against indicting people who are elected officials for any number of reasons it could look like a political witch hunt as this guy was saying it the yeah the pressure isn't they're, they're not like go around looking for members of Congress to indict whoever whoever did this probably had to fight through, you know, layers of bureaucracy at whatever um, district attorney's office they're at or whatever federal prosecutor's office they're at to get the indictment and uh, or to arrest him. He pled 13 criminal counts. My God.
10: For unemployment benefits, when you had a job making one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a
11: year, Rachel, this is part of my defense. This is inaccurate information, and I will get to clear my name on this. During the pandemic, it wasn't very clear. I don't understand where the government's getting their information, but I will present but my prosecutors facts. Prosecutors say that you got over. Excuse me, prosecutor.
3: Wait a minute. He he's saying I don't know how the government got this information that I was employed making over a hundred k a year. Well, maybe they checked your fucking. Maybe they checked with your former employer to see if they were still cutting you checks.
20: Say that you
10: got over $20,000 in unemployment benefits, sir. How is that acceptable?
11: Ma'am, like I said, my employment was changed during the time. I don't understand where the government's coming from. I'll present my defense. And one now. last
3: <laughs> They probably have them dead to rights on this shit. Like, people really needed help during the pandemic, too. And a lot of folks took advantage of that shit, ranging from George Santos to the fucking cult of Scientology. And they should all be held accountable for that because regular ass people had a hard time navigating that system, especially like gig workers, uh, people who did contract work, people who did contract work, had a little bit of a hard time navigating that system to get a little help during the pandemic. And um, these people who were doing just fine got this money. Fuck them. Here's more. Here's from MSNBC on uh, the Ari Melber show. Oh my God! So
11: the way I look at it is, they're not understanding. If they, the question is simple, George, why was your income fifty five thousand in twenty twenty, and why is your income drastically higher? Well, here's the answer to that. I we struck a deal with the company, so nobody went unemployed and got reduced to like a very basic salary, just so we as we called it livable wages in the company. Um, so we can get by because our industry was capital introduction via vis-a-vis conferences vis-a-vis speed dating and in, in, in private equity and managing limited partner general partner relationships and investment groups so long story short i went from 2019 bringing in 400 and something thousand dollars to yeah in 2020 my reported income was 55k it was I couldn't be more legitimate I actually qualified for
7: unemployment. Quote, I qualified for
21: unemployment. This is newly revealed in these Santos tapes tonight at MSNBC exclusive. And as for the unemployment today, prosecutors say otherwise. Now.
3: So the thing about that is I don't think you qualify for unemployment. I think you could have you could have applied for aid specific to the pandemic if your uh, income was cut to a quarter. I think, but I don't think that would have been unemployment benefits. I think it would have been some other program that was available. And yeah, like if, you know, I don't, I don't know what his situation is or whatever, but you got a mortgage and four kids and your, your pay goes down from 200 K to 55 K during the pandemic. Yeah. I think you're, that wouldn't make you whole all the way up to 200 K, but we, you know, I'd, I'd be okay with the, the government backstopping some of that. That's what the fucking government's there for. But also, this guy's like a the, the fucking big thing about this, too, is this, this guy's probably one of them fucking small government fucking conservatives, too. They all want the government to be small until it's time for the government to write them a fucking check. Here's a here's one more. Here's one more clip. He's just on on some fucking show, probably incriminating himself.
11: Yes, I've been misrepresented for for clicks. Right. I mean, we there's a lot of narratives out there that we have submitted tons of corroborated evidence for them to. Be clawed back or to, what's the main one you think that i mean I, i'm being accused of being a thief i'm not mm-hmm. a thief i've never stole anything in my life right. right i'm being accused of that's
3: not what the fucking government of brazil says buddy wendling a veteran
11: of for 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 charitable donations the, the
13: check fraud thing though What the which, check fraud thing in brazil i mean i feel like when you when you say like what what you've been accused of and how it's been proven not to be true the check fraud thing is still very much alive in brazil right it's not it's
3: actually dwindling down and it's being dismissed dwindling at being dismissed is a lot different than it's been dismissed he thinks it's going to be dismissed because he's a congress person like he's a member of congress and he thinks that somehow that's going to make it so that he can just go um commit crimes in fucking brazil um i don't know in brazil like be gay do crime i suppose but just do the right kind of crime don't like don't do a bunch of check fraud check fraud usually Check fraud usually targets uh elderly people uh people lower on the socio econ- socioeconomic status, etc I don't and don't use fucking don't even have personal checks. just don't have them. George Santos might take your money here's uh here's old Tucker, if you know we uh talked last week about how he was uh kind of unceremoniously fired from Fox News. Well, don't worry. He's taking his white power hour directly to Twitter, where I'm sure like all the um, the older demographic people who really like his show are going to be just be very easily able to find his show. And his numbers are going to go up, I'm sure.
19: Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies, but most of the time that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read The New York Times is, in fact, true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks, Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have. But that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie, a lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed at this point. There's been no trial, so no one can really say. Does
3: the news say that? Because they don't actually like <clears throat> they always use the passive voice, which pisses a lot of people off. Right. They're like they will say uh, this person died in an altercation with the police. But that's because the news, the news outlet, real good news outlets, they they're like, we're going to get sued if we run around fucking adjudicating cases before they've been adjudicated.
19: But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before, am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm mis- But you know what's amazing?
3: Sometimes when you're in front of a jury, they that that information is not admissible in court. Especially if maybe you have been arrested for this six times, but then all all six times the charges were dropped. Well then that's irrelevant information. Saying someone was arrested for something, now you're you're the one leaving something out.
19: Were they convicted? Yeah. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters, every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that.
3: Every person who works at a job of any kind understands that if you piss off your, the, the people that are employing you enough, they're going to fire you.
19: The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now.
3: Except they don't do free speech. They fucking apartheid. Clyde just sort of at a whim will kick people off of Twitter.
19: Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. Like slurs. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon.
3: So... You actually don't have free speech on Twitter because property rights butt up against that. It's been found over and over and over again in courts that, that you, I don't have free speech rights in your living room. And on Twitter, you know, we may not like the way that it's enforced or whatever, but I'm not like, oh, Elon's, uh, you know, violating people's uh, right to free speech. Well, no, he can just delete anything he wants from those fucking data centers. Same as I can delete anything I want from a server or computer that I control. <clears throat> It's just, you'd, you know, you'd think Twitter would be a little more responsible about uh, how they do it. And in the past, they weren't great at it. But it, you could tell, like, even from the Twitter files, right? You could tell that there were people there that were trying. They were doing their best. So, up next, the former president was, uh, there were findings for the plaintiff on one of two charges in a recent civil trial. And we're going to go over that because, you know, this this docket that we're going through it seems like rather quickly what we've already been here for an hour it's it's not great not not great news this week
14: E. Jean Carroll said that she couldn't really see whether Donald Trump was penetrating her with his genitalia. She knew that he had first inserted his fingers into her vagina. She felt him do that. And then she thought that she was penetrated by his penis, but she couldn't say for sure, in part because she couldn't see it. And so... <laughs>
3: We're- I I ain't I ain't I ain't gonna but y'all in chat can all right
14: certainty may have been part of what motivated the jury's verdict on the rape count that notwithstanding she was so unambiguous about the sexual abuse and that plus the corroborating evidence that Ron pointed to not only the fact that she called Lisa Bernbach from the sidewalk outside Bergdorf's talked to Carol Martin two days later but the testimony of Jessica Leeds and Natasha Stoynoff whose own experiences with Donald Trump not only echoed Jean Carroll's but were basically um, a, you know, come to life version of the Donald Trump playbook as enunciated in the Access Hollywood tape. I think that that's partially what helped get this jury over the line on the sexual abuse count.
3: So, yeah, one of two of the uh, the civil matters were found for the plaintiff. So it was the sexual abuse. The I don't like using the word the RAPE wasn't um, that one. That one was he was found uh, not liable for. So, up next, we've got the media reaction and a Trump, then clips from a Trump interview about it. Here's uh, from Newsmax. Here's a uh, Dick Morris, formerly, uh, allegedly, he was formerly at one point maybe credible, but maybe not so much. Here's him going to be like, well, why don't you just defame her some more, actually? See what happens.
11: Well, not a question. Uh, I think that, look, all of these cases boil down to donald trump versus the accuser and in this case uh it's a zero-sum game and what trump needs to do is to declaim her a little bit more <laughs>
3: he needs to go after yeah that. it worked out so well the first time it great advice buddy like so even long. dershowitz is going to be like uh no go
11: she waited to bring the charges she did she only talked about it after she got a seventy thousand dollar book advance And then to add the other ingredient, that this is a likely all-democratic jury. We don't know that because we don't have the names of the jurors. But it's in New York where 87% of the voters backed Biden over Trump. And I think it's a combination of running against the victim and running against the jury pool.
16: Is there a Um, constitutional issue in this, uh, uh, Alan? Because what I'm wondering is is that this, this is appealed. Um, it, it can only keep going if there's a constitutional issue. It can there, go there up to the point. Several
19: constitutional issues.
3: Uh, we didn't get to hear Dersh be like, but he probably should not continue to do the things that, uh, that got him in trouble in the first time. First case. Every once in a while, Dershowitz will come on one of these shows and pop off at the mouth in a way that they weren't expecting, uh, because he allegedly used to be a good attorney. So, uh, next we have some clips from that, uh, interview that Trump did on CNN and uh, I didn't watch the interview um, but I I heard mixed reviews of it from both kind of Trump people and anti-Trump people so maybe we'll watch the whole thing eventually on this channel but probably not not really my wheelhouse there are other other channels that do a good job of covering like electoral politics anyway here's one of the questions Uh, this was just like why don't you just admit that you lost Pretty, pretty fair question
12: i think that uh, when you look at that result and when you look at what happened during that election uh, unless you're a very stupid person you see what happens a lot of the people <laughs> a lot of the people in this audience and probably maybe a couple that don't but most people uh, understand what happened that was a rigged election and it's a shame that we had to go through it it's very bad for our country all over the world they looked at it and uh, they saw exactly what everyone else saw. You look, even if you just look recently with the- Do you hear the
3: people in the crowd laughing at this guy?
12: One intelligence agent. He
3: thinks they're laughing with him, but they're laughing at him.
12: That made a 16 point difference. Uh, if you look at the but FBI, President- if you look at the FBI and- uh, Twitter uh, they call it Twitter files made a big difference if you look at
20: Mr. President true the back vote. to what you just said there though it, it was not a rigged election it was not a stolen election you and your supporters lost more than 60 court cases on the election it's been nearly two and a half years can you publicly acknowledge that you did lose the 2020 let election
12: me, let me just go on if you look at true the vote they found millions of votes on camera, on government cameras, where. Uh, no, they didn't. Boxes, He's talking
3: so- about the two thousand mules video. No, they didn't. We watched the two thousand mules video. That was the the least convincing piece of fucking political propaganda I think I've ever seen. Well, I don't know. There was that Mike Lindell video where he showed the packets going from China to the U.S. That was that was maybe slightly less less convincing than the video from True the Vote. Uh, here's Trump just basically uh, complaining that she's asking uh, questions at all. Just, you know, very rude of you to ask me questions. Do you know who I am?
20: Why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them? Are you them. ready?
12: Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's the answer? <laughs> Can I do you mind?
20: I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I
12: asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you <laughs>
3: Oh, you know what? End the interview. Walk off. End the interview. Just end the interview right now. Just end it. Just leave. Be like, you know what? I'm not doing this.
20: Can you answer why you, why you held on to the documents?
12: I was negotiating and we were talking to NARA, that's Washington, to bring whatever they want. They can have whatever they want.
3: Yo, yo, I don't... I read a little bit about that lady. She's not like some liberal. She's not some lefty. She, I I want to say she worked for the Hill or some, she worked for some right wing outlet uh, before CNN. Uh, she was going to be like the, the most, um, most likely, the least likely she worked for the daily caller. Thank you, chat. Like she was going to be the, she was going to be the least likely to ask him like what he would call unfair questions. And uh well, he just called her nasty for asking a question about why he did something that he's on the record admitting to having done like, yo, she should have, I don't, I got no love for her, but she should have just ended the interview right there. She said, should have said, I'm sorry. If this is how this is going to go, I'm going to have to end this interview. You know, this, you've, you, this is not what I'm here for up next. It's different now because of reasons.
12: save this country our country is dying our country is being destroyed by stupid people by very stupid people you
20: once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen you you said that sure. when you were in the That's oval when I was office president. So, so why is it different now that you're out of office
12: because now i'm not president
3: <laughs> like yeah he thinks that they they he thinks that they think he's like clever but they're laughing at him they're not laughing at his jokes right they're laughing at him which is different Yeah, look, they're like, this is great. The audience is like, this is great. I'm sure there's some people in the audience who are Trumpers, but I think most of the people in that audience are laughing at him that they don't think that like that his jokes are necessarily funny. Here's him more on the debt ceiling. This is a, he's a, he's going to say, ah, just fucking default on the debt. Just default on it. It'll be fine. Nothing bad will happen. The economy, nothing bad will happen to the economy. I'll come fix it. Don't worry about it.
20: You think the U.S. should default if the White House does not agree to the spending cuts Republicans well, you are you might as well do
12: it now, because you'll do it later, because we have to save this country. Our country is dying. Our country is being destroyed by stupid people, by very stupid people. You
20: once said that using the, that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You, you said that sure. when you were in the That's Oval when Office. That's I was president. So, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because
12: now I'm not president. <laughs>
3: So I'm getting word from my producer, uh, AKA my chat that they selected the audience specifically to be independents and Republicans. So my, my analysis there may be wrong. They may think that his jokes are funny. It's possible. We all, we all get shit wrong in the moment. And if that's the case, that's not, I don't know, then kind of bad on CNN, I guess, for like selecting an audience specifically, that's going to be sympathetic to Donald Trump. I don't even know if maybe an audience is appropriate for this kind of interview. Cause then he, it, it allows him to kind of play to the audience, especially if it's people who are going to tend to agree with him up next. We got uh, discussions about January 6th. I'm sure he'll uh, I'm sure. He'll, he'll tell the truth here.
12: <laughs> I've never spoken to a crowd as large as this. And that was because they thought the election was rigged and they were there proud. They were there with love in their heart. That was an unbelievable and it was a beautiful day. And what I was asked to do, I wasn't involved in it very much. I was asked to come in, would I make a speech? I made a speech. I said, walk peacefully and patriotically, you know, many different things. In fact, I brought a list of things. I don't want to bore the audience, but we can go sentence after sentence after sentence of things I said and things I put out. Uh, One of the big problems was that Nancy Pelosi, crazy Nancy, as I affectionately call (laughs) her, crazy Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of Washington were in charge, as you know, of security. Security. And they They're did not, not do the job. You're They're,
20: in charge of the National Guard.
12: You're in charge tra- of Well, I offered them National Guard. I said, we'll give you soldiers, we'll give you National Guard, we'll give you whatever you want. And they turned me down. You're and acting in fact, she turned Secretary- me down. she tu- Excuse me, she turned me down in writing.
3: That's not, she didn't have time to turn you down in writing. I don't know what the fuck. Like, he's just up there lying. Like, uh, like the, the the interviewer actually is doing pretty good job. I'm not going to lie you know he didn't expect that but you know i'm now if he was told he'd have a friendly audience then he knew that he could just kind of as i call it play the ref right he doesn't have to win over the audience so just play the ref say that the interviewer is being unfair and everybody thought this was bad or a lot of people thought this was bad afterward but don't worry here's a, a vanderbilt going here to tell you that you you're just you're just in a silo and that you need to get out of your silo.
22: Many of you have expressed deep anger and disappointment. Many of you are upset that someone who attempted to destroy our democracy was invited to sit on a stage in front of a crowd of Republican voters to answer questions and predictably continued to spew lie after lie after lie. And I get it. It was disturbing. It was disturbing to see and hear that person refer to a black law enforcement officer as a thug an adjective he used many times to describe black men, and called Caitlin Collins, the moderator, nasty, which is what he calls any woman who stands up to him.
3: It was- But women, specifically.
22: Disturbing to hear him speak so highly of QAnon conspirators and insurrectionists who assaulted police officers in our democracy on January 6th. And it was awful to hear him spread ridiculous lies about the election. And it was certainly disturbing to hear that audience, young and old, our fellow citizens, people who love their kids and go to church, laugh and applaud his lies, and his continued defamation of a woman who according to a jury of his peers, he sexually abused and defamed. As good a job as galen Collins did trying to fact check him, it is impossible to fact check fully because he lies so shamelessly. Now, many of you think CNN shouldn't have given him any platform to speak. And I understand the anger about that, giving him the audience the time. I get that. But this is what I, also I think the audience at all was a mistake. Why was there an audience
3: there? Why was there? An, why was there a live studio audience? What was this, a sitcom? get.
22: the man you were so disturbed to see and hear from last night. That man is the front runner for the Republican nomination for president. And according to polling, no other Republican is even close that man you were so upset to hear from last night he may be president of the united states in less than two years and that audience that upset you that's a sampling of about half the country
3: no it's not half the country half the half the fucking people aren't even registered and of those who are registered about half of them don't even vote
22: they are your family members your neighbors and they are voting and many said they're voting for him now Maybe you haven't been paying attention to him since he left office. Maybe you've been enjoying not hearing from him, thinking it can't happen again, some investigation is gonna stop him. Well, it hasn't so far. So if last night showed anything, it showed it can happen again. It is happening again. He hasn't changed and he is running hard. You have every right to be outraged today and angry, and never watch this network again but do you think staying in your silo and only listening to people you agree with is going to make that person go away? Okay.
3: This guy talking about people living in their own silo. When do you think the last time this guy broke bread with anybody who makes under half a million dollars a year was when do you think this guy was at like a party, like a kegger? When do you think this guy is Gloria Vanderbilt's son? He had a spoon in his He was born with a spoon made of unobtainium in his mouth, not a silver spoon, an unobtainium spoon. So I don't want to hear from this motherfucker that I'm out here living in a silo because this dude's fucking, this dude's like third apartment is worth more than the house that I live in and pay rent at. And I'm in Silicon Valley, right? <laughs> I mean, my God, get the, how fucking like completely out of touch with just regular people can you get? Oh, speaking of out of touch with regular people, here's uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle's take on this. This is a strangely enough. She was used to be uh, with Gavin Newsom, which is odd. Maybe it's not that odd because it shows you the only real solidarity out there is class solidarity, but it's class solidarity among the rich.
17: Yeah, but truth tellers, right? I mean, tell it like it is. Everyone's like, oh, Trump's nuts. He's going on CNN. What are you talking about? Let me tell you something. You
8: know the guy? I mean, give me a break. He's so comfortable in his own skin. He's totally fearless. He just dominates. He just eats people alive. And that's who I want as a commander in chief. Okay. Yeah. Someone who's like battle tested is able to handle any environment. It doesn't matter if it's a hostile environment. Good luck to the rest of you. That's why I just have to say, okay, 911. I have to report a murder. CNN and also the primary. It's yeah. done. Trump is the nominee and anybody else who's saying different is just lying or shut
3: up like yeah like I don't know what to say about that she's just I mean she's right the primary's over and it CNN didn't look good I think the lady that did the interview was you know better than I expected based on her history but uh yeah, I think Trump came out of that, you know, g- getting what he wanted. And uh, she's not wrong. She just, you know, a little bit kook birds. So we're gonna, we're now away from the Trump thing and uh, we're gonna move on to uh, Lauren Bobert, And then after Lauren Bobert, actually have a palate cleanser, which I feel like we really need at this point. Uh, we're gonna call this,
7: <clears throat>
3: this one's called you know, On My Docket. There's regular lying and then there's whatever this is.
7: So what are your thoughts on Ducey undermining your investigation?
14: Uh,
8: Well, we are members of the House Oversight Committee and we are conducting oversight into the executive um, at this current moment. Uh, Chairman uh, Comer said at our press conference just yesterday, we aren't just investigating the Biden family, we are investigating Joe Biden sure we have some circumstantial evidence that is um uh, it seems very very corrupt and we are gathering more information as the oversight committee conducting this oversight so we can reveal the truth we aren't democrats that just scream a witch hunt for no reason we Wait, have what? Um, legal experts looking into this and and making sure that we can move forward with these investigations and there's enough enough information to do exactly that we know that there are at least 9 members of the Biden family involved. And it's time for the DOJ to actually do its job and investigate as well. And hopefully the the uh, information that we bring forward leads to those investigations. Now, we can't put Anyone in cuffs as members right. of Congress. And I don't think that uh, the Department of Justice officials are very eager to um, cuff their boss right now, um, who is uh, currently in the White House, whether that's the fake White House set that they built for him or um, the original.
3: The fake White House that they, she's fucking, she's like fucking really like, she's like not even dog whistling right there. She's foghorning the crazies, being like, the fake White House, that's fucking like QAnon influencers say that shit.
8: Uh, but the American people are tired of the three letter agencies that are weaponized against them uh, and targeting even President Trump. While we have um, this family who has very corrupt dealings right. uh, and uh, very questionable engagements with our foreign adversaries. Well, they're uh, just Congressman, I, I
7: don't really want to cut it. you off. I,
3: I, <laughs> like even Eric Bowling was like, whoa, what's going on here? This is going off the rails a little bit. Yo. there's lying and then there's that i don't think they have shit i don't think they have shit do i think that the biden family is free of corruption well no they're a rich and powerful family but it's just like garden variety rich and powerful family corruption like if you want to outlaw that if you want to start passing laws to outlaw that shit fucking i'm on board but As it stands now, I don't think either party wants to do that because they, you know, they all engage in fucking corruption because that's what you, when you get power, you very few people gain power and then don't become incredibly corrupt as a result of having power. It's like, you know, uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. I know it's kind of a, it's kind of like a, like a, like a, like a saying, uh, yeah, it's like a saying, but it's true. So everybody at this point, we need a palate cleanser. You've heard of a snapping turtle. But have you ever heard of a slapping turtle? (laughs) That was so cute. I love the slapping turtle. When I saw that, I was like, that's amazing. I was like, that has to be our palate cleanser this week. I love the slapping turtle. Up next is, uh, this is in, you love to see it. There's a guy. I love these people getting kicked off of the fucking plane for being an asshole videos. Cause it ain't the cops kicking these people off the planes, right? These are like flight attendants. <clears throat> like people who have like a really hard job have to travel around for work. Don't really get to spend a lot of time at home. Some of these people have families that they're separated from, and then they have to deal with this. Well, these flight attendants handled this really well, from what I understand. I so
4: how do I get back? To- I don't know. You should have thought about that. This person called. all I did was ask to move. Nobody was being I asked and they told me
11: you can see it
4: as the Delta, which was your was you No, you're trying to, no, 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 sugar not now because you call her a bitch. She had nothing to do with you sitting here at her feet.
6: Nothing to do it. So she's going to sit here while you verbally assaulting her and be okay with that. No, you're gone. Goodbye. That was so funny. I do a goodbye. I
4: don't know.
3: You're gonna have to figure that out. But figure figure out how to handle yourself with the adult white lady. Goodbye. Fuck yeah. Goodbye. Fuck yeah, King. Thank you. Fuck yeah. That dude was like, I don't care. Get off the fucking plane, though. This is your problem now. Fuck yeah. He took about a minute of that guy's shit and was like, Get out of here. And the thing is, when you do this too, you get put on a list. That guy's gonna have a hard time finding another flight home. That dude, you know what that dude's gonna make good friends with? Fucking Greyhound. And that's you know, it's not the worst way to travel. Actually, um, bus trains better. Actually, you should take a, should take the take the Amtrak. Might might see some sights on the Amtrak. But yeah, like nobody wants to be on that plane. Like the it's it's flying is not a good experience. And Then you have some asshole. Sitting in your seat and you're like, oh, you know, you think that, you know, you go up to them. Maybe you're like, oh, I think you might have made a mistake. This is, you know, my, my assigned seat. And then the, he starts talking shit to you. Hell fucking no. Get the fuck off the flight. You know what I do on a plane? I sit down. I shut the fuck up. And I hope that the fucking everything happens a little bit ahead of schedule. Because I don't like being on there. Nobody really likes being on the plane. Up next, I had completely forgotten about Wendy Rogers. Apparently, Wendy Rogers uh, filed for a restraining order against a reporter who uh, just went to her house to ask questions. Reporter, there's no evidence that this reporter threatened Wendy Rogers or anything. If you are a member of Congress or if you're an elected official, you can expect reporters to maybe knock on your door to try to ask you questions about what you're doing in your capacity as an elected official. Well, here's some footage from her uh, the hearings about her alleged uh, stalking or harassment case. And it's not going well for Wendy Rogers.
5: No explanation justifies someone coming to my private residence, whether or not I answer their inquiry on text. Um, How many
17: times have you run for public office in the state of Arizona? Yeah, i relevance. I'll, I'll, I promise I'll tie it up, Your Honor. No,
0: I'll allow uh...
5: Are we counting primary and general or cycles? Any time that there will be a name on a ballot. I will generalize that answer to say I ran in six, uh, I have run in six cycles. And during those cycles, I presume you had campaign staff. It would depend on the scope of the campaign, but I'm a frugal campaigner, so very few Staff, if any. Did you go out and search for votes yourself? Affirmative. I've knocked on tens of thousands of doors more than you can imagine. (laughs) Did all those people invite you to knock on their door? Ah. I... (laughs) Staff, if any.
0: Did
2: you go out and search for votes yourself?
5: Affirmative. I've knocked on tens of thousands of doors more than you can imagine.
2: Did all those people invite you to knock on their door?
5: Ah. I went as a campaigner and they could have said to leave if possible. What I would do is leave my card and identify myself as someone who is campaigning for office
3: <laughs> from the top rope because she was her claim is that just showing up at her house uninvited is harassment. But by that, like the door-to-door salesperson, the Jehovah's Witnesses, fucking your neighbor if they're like w- wondering if everything's okay because they haven't seen you in a little while, um, fucking anybody, somebody that knocks on your door thinking they're then at a different house, they're harassing you too. Good fucking job, attorney. There, she was like, ah, she's like that was the that was the you got me. Here's a little bit more from that hearing. <laughs> so fucking great so fucking great I I just I I could listen to that that particular uh, piece of audio over and over again because it was just so obvious it was just hanging out there just the question just was hanging out there she had to know well maybe she didn't have good attorneys who knows maybe she uh, had Mike Lindell hire her attorneys Inves-
16: investigative reporting is a legitimate purpose it just is, and you may not like the questions that are asked to you. And you know, you went through, uh, you 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 uh, achieved uh, having her not contact you at your desk in the Senate. You achieved that in the Senate. Uh, investigative reporting is a legitimate purpose, so I don't think there is a series of uh, events. A series of acts over uh, directed at Senator Rogers that would cause uh, a a reasonable person to be seriously alarmed, annoyed or harassed doesn't meet the uh, reasonable person test to me. And there was a legitimate purpose uh, in my mind. So I'm going to dismiss this.
3: (laughs) It didn't even matter. They didn't even need that question. I'm pretty sure that 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 was going to be dismissed because what the judge said is right. Like. A, a, an investigative reporter will knock on your door if you're a public figure. You can choose not to answer the door. But my my take is, I, I think she answered the fucking questions, too. So it's not like she was like hippity-hoppity, get off my property or whatever the fuck. She, like, answered the questions and then didn't like, basically, how the reporting was done after, done after that. That's amazing. So, in case you're unaware, the Wisconsin State House is uh, controlled by demons. I don't know if you knew this, but we're, you know, everything old is new again and we're doing more satanic panic shit. Here we go. This is uh, from Right Wing Watch. So uh, as as always, shout out to Right Wing Watch. I like their disclaimer. I should have this at the beginning of my show.
9: When you come to this building, there's demons in those walls. The only way they go away... Is by this that's the only way and when you're not here those demons are laughing at you for not being here
3: they're saying okay so real real quick the the music that's playing in the background by the way is sean Foigt. sean Foigt's band is giving him some uh some mood music
9: we'll give you the laws that you want we'll we'll violate the ten commandments we'll do whatever it takes to make you guys think you're happy mental disease is on the rise it has proliferated this nation. It's the number one issue in the state of Wisconsin and in this country. How did it get that bad that fast? Godless laws that Republicans and Democrats are giving you because that's what you wanted as a society. God is not Republican or Democrat, He is pure love. He loves Republicans, He loves Democrats, He loves sinners, He especially loves sinners and I made a promise that I wasn't going to let God, I pr- to promise to God that I wasn't going to lose my faith in this building, and I could tell you, I get tempted. And I said, just recently, I said, the battle is getting, in the last six years that I've been here, the battle is getting so intense. Where are the pastors? Six years, where are they? And I could tell you, those pastors, this session, they're in the building every single week, yeah! amen. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us prayer.
3: I mean, to be fair, the Lord didn't bring you prayer. That's that's amazing. So this is part of a larger event. I'm actually going to add the Sean fucked event to the end of the docket for uh, Red Light tonight. Um, I was going to I try to make it two hours during the show without taking a break, but I can't do it this week. Got to take a break real quick. Uh, everybody hang out. We're going to play a song. Don't worry. We won't play something sad. We'll play something fun. Let's play, um Ooh. A little bit of disco by our friends over at Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptists. Haven't played this song in quite a while. This song is called Wavelength. I'll be back in a few minutes and we'll finish uh what we can of the docket and head on into red light in about a half an hour. The a little bit of disco was Kenny Thomas and the Southern Baptist Look them up on all the platforms. Their other music is real good, real funky too. You got to probably have them on for an interview back to the news, unfortunately, or, you know, the news that, that we cover, maybe, maybe this isn't just the news here, right? (laughs) It's something else that we do here on Sundays. So Maricopa County has a lot of problems, but now fucking Laura Loomer showed up there. Great, right?
10: Hey, everybody, Laura Loomer here reporting from Washington, D.C. in front of the International Spy Museum covering the secret election summit that I've been reporting on this exclusive story that I broke on my Substack about this summit being hosted by a group called CEIR, That stands for the Center for Election Innovation and Research. It was founded by a radical left wing activist who receives funding from George Soros and Mark Zuckerberg. His name is David Becker. And inside the International Spy Museum today, elections officials who knows maybe your own secretary of state maybe your own supervisor of election is meeting inside this museum behind closed doors at a secret summit that is invite only in a total lack of transparency and what are they discussing they're discussing the 2024 presidential election hey bill how's it going today it's good how are you i'm doing well
22: so
3: that, that man has the unfortunate name of uh, bill gates spelled differently he's the He's the head of the Board of Supervisors for Maricopa County, Arizona, where Car- where Sore Loser Lake has been thrown a big fit and where Wendy Rogers, who just embarrassingly got her case dismissed, they're all they're all from there, I think.
10: Hello, Limer, you know, I was wondering, uh, as a Republican and an election official in Maricopa County, why are you attending a partisan conference hosted by David Becker, who is funded by Mark Zuckerberg and George...
3: Yo, you're blocking his way.
10: Can you, can you answer yes, the please. question? Because...
6: Because are am in the middle of litigation right now. You're in the middle of litigation right now Lake. No. You're in the
2: middle
6: of litigation right now with Perry Lake. Don't you
13: find yes. it for me? Gentlemen, sir. You can't find no. those. I want to Last name. But this
4: is you, though. But your name going to get me. Oh!
13: Oh, 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 my Bill, you're in the middle of litigation with old. Harry Lake right
12: now. <laughs> you're supposed to be nonpartisan,
3: Bill. <laughs> <laughs> he is a partisan. He's a Republican.
10: If you enjoyed this report, or you want, I mean, to
3: that wasn't really a stuff, report. Please
10: be sure you subscribe to my Substack today. You can subscribe at Laura Loomer. No, no, no! Don't or
3: subscribe, or subscribe to her Substack it's today. It's free
10: to subscribe, but if you want to support my independent journalism, you can always upgrade your subscription to seven dollars. No,
3: don't $2. do that. Seventy
10: dollars per year. Also, please be sure that oh, wait, you're this
3: is just a commercial for Laura Loomer. Loomer. We're not watching the rest of
10: this. Get her at Laura Loomer so that you never miss any. Yeah, of no,
3: time. no more, no more of the commercial for Laura Loomer. I feel sorry for that guy, mostly because his name is Bill Gates, and everybody's freaking out about Bill Gates during the uh during the pandemic or during the height of the pandemic people still be freaking out about bill gates and to be honest bill gates is kind of a piece of shit but uh you know he generally presided over what we've watched Maricopa County Board of Supervisors meetings and he's done a pretty good job of just being kind of just the facts and letting people at the board of supervisors meetings talk i don't see what the problem is i mean they just don't like the outcome they don't like the sore loser lake lost and she keeps filing lawsuits, but none of them even seem to be going anywhere. Anyway, up next is education expert Kirk Cameron on the One America News Network.
15: The target is always children. And that's why God gave children to parents, not to governments, uh, not to uh, woke institutions that are then staffed and manned by those who want to undermine the faith and values that made America great and that advanced the good? So we shouldn't be surprised that um, nefarious forces are targeting children because the goal is ultimately the collapse of the family and the the killing of God.
3: Wait, America. how that'd be that'd be a neat trick.
15: Yeah, because what that does is it so destabilizes our moral and 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 societal structures that it can then be replaced and reorganized with something different like progressive socialist communist ideas and that has always been the plan
3: uh all right i thought the plan was like just to educate kids and to some extent like hopefully teach them to be good people and decent members of society but you know i'm not an education expert like kirk cameron is so who fucking knows it's just weird every once in a while that guy fucking pops his head up and says something stupid and uh you know we're here for it. If you, if people remember during Red Light, we were watching some Kirk Cameron videos for a while. And then we got bored with it because fucking, just not that, not that interesting of a of a maniac. To be perfectly honest, here's a uh, one, Mister Jimothy Door. <laughs> He's gonna talk about um, Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney and like Lance from the Surf said in this post. Uh, I also had no idea that he had gotten this transphobic
22: hey,
0: that's what i'm saying like this 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 transgender There used to be joke so there used to be a joke when and, and i used to do when i was in high school college you would just say that, that i'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body that used to be a
3: joke have you looked at- but it wasn't a funny joke that was a hack joke but to- now there are people
0: who are there are biological males who who, be, who say they transitioned to being a female, but right. they're still into females. That was a joke from the okay.
3: 1980s. But it was hack material then.
13: Well, here's a great punchline to it. In fact, I fully support it. So lots of lesbian dating app. There's one that just banned... If you say, "Hey, I'm a lesbian, I want someone who just like does not have a dick, you're not allowed to say what you don't want on the app, you'll be kicked off
3: really because talking about the app called hers, and that's not true the the app it, it you're not allowed to like be hateful to trans women on the app. You can state your preference that you would like to meet or date someone with a vagina
13: We' put a statement... it's the statement subject we support every kind of lesbians it was, so now <laughs> it's called her I think. But it's on lesbian dating apps. There's there's now more uh, lesbians with full dick and balls than there are, you know, the lesbians. Oh. No. Yep. It's been no. going on for a while. I'll
0: say this about, again. I, I'm super supportive of trans. I always have been. Should not be discriminated against in employment, work, love, and no matter what. And also be treated with dignity and respect. But when I watch Dylan Mulvaney, is that the person's name? I think I feel like she's doing an. Oh, imp- you know her name, Jimmy. Depression of what she they, thinks a girl, a girl, not a woman, because she often she talks about girl. herself as a girl. Yeah, she, and I'm like, you're a middle-aged male, male. You're not a, you're not a girl. So, and, and it's, that's not how. I
3: bet we could find cl- dozens, if not hundreds of clips of Jimmy Dore referring to adult women as girls. The, the way I had to, a, I had to train myself out of doing that.
0: Any acts is not the way women act that I've seen. So I'm not saying she's not a woman. I'm just saying that it appears to me that she's doing an impression of a woman. Well, am I allowed all, to say these things? I don't even know well, if I'm allowed I, to I, say this. I,
3: I don't, well, you are, which is, I mean, that's the. I think she's better than. One. One. So i no, just not on the not on the the, oh, yeah. the lesbian she's dating app.
0: As they say, she's a hundred and
3: she's yes, but this, she's a hundred and five percent woman. If you know what I mean. But the no, I don't know what you mean. But it's none of that was funny. Your joke from the '80s wasn't funny. It 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 wasn't it wasn't funny then. Like. <clears throat> That was like, also, that wasn't like a joke comedians were telling. That was a joke that like people would tell or not even a joke. Like they'd meet a lesbian and be uncomfortable or whatever be like, Oh, I like women too. I'm kind of like a lesbian. And I mean that, that was fine. You know, (laughs) I figured that was probably fine. (sighs) Anyway, um, here's Tim pool. Because of course here's Tim pool, uh, a neo-Nazi kills a bunch of people, in a uh, Tim Pool just blames multiculturalism. ...know about the slain Texas Mall
21: massacre suspect, Mauricio Garcia. Garcia had a tactical vest, was armed with a rifle and a handgun, a senior law enforcement official said. Authorities said he was a suspected neo-Nazi sympathizer. Now, this story is, it's a tragedy, it's unfortunate, and um, we have, unfortunately, too many of these stories that uh, end up happening in the media...
3: Right, but sorry, No, this didn't, this story, Tim, this story didn't happen in the media, Tim. Tim, this story, this is a thing that happened to people, Tim. It didn't just happen in the media. This is like, I joke around about having content brain, but this is, this is content brain here. This is a, a, a disgusting manifestation of content brain. People were summarily executed for no fucking reason. And Tim's like, oh, there's a story happening in the media. No motherfucker. It happened to people. Some of them aren't people anymore because they dead end up hitting
21: the media. So I mean, the first thing I just want to say before we get in any of the politics from either side is, yeah, we don't want these things to happen. We want these things to stop. We need to figure out what the issue is in our society in our culture. I genuinely believe it's disassociation. It is it is a dejected society where individuals don't know or care about each other and they seek validation or they seek to push some extremist ideology. And then this whole thing creates a recipe for disaster. And I'll put it simply, I think it's multiculturalism. And not the idea that people of all different types are holding hands on the rainbow. It's that you have different communities stacked on top of each other and next to each other with wildly different views. And they don't like each other. And then people who are crazy will do crazy
3: things. <clears throat> so that was also a dig at like density, a dig at cities. But the thing is, like, <clears throat> cities have been getting safer since the nineties, uh, a little uptick in crime. Sure. But cities are where people go to get rid of these prejudices. They don't even know that that's why they're going to the city in some cases, but you just find like per capita, you're going to find a lot less people in a big city that, that even know what religion their neighbors are, or even know like what like country of origin, their neighbor's ancestors come from. Right. They're just like, that's just Bobby. Like my neighbor, that's Bobby. I don't really know him that well. That's the city for you. <laughs> don't give a fuck where Bobby goes to church. If if he does or doesn't like that's that's cities. And that's like even denser suburbs for the most part. Like this isn't people living together in dense places tend to form a uh, solidarity and tend to uh, no longer hold these prejudices. If they hate each other, they might have a good reason, but it ain't it's generally cities are just like far less, far less prejudiced. That's why, That's why, like, gay people move to cities. Like, I wouldn't want to not live in a city, or at least, like, I live in, like, a suburb. South San Jose is basically a suburb. But it's, you know, it's a city. I wouldn't want to live not in the city. Anyway, here's uh, Barry Weiss's fake university. They put out a new video, and this doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, First of all, there's no calipers. I don't see any phrenology calipers in this video, so they're leaving that on the table. But uh, here's, one, here's why one Polaris fellow quit McKinsey.
6: There's a Hebrew phrase called enbre ra, which means there's like no other way. There's no other option. You know, I could just stay at a corporate job and retire into the sunset and take less risk or whatever. But it's just so boring. Why live in a world and not be able to point to this exists because of me? My name is Ezra. I'm a uh, 2023 now Polaris fellow. was fortunate enough to be a part of Forbidden Courses last summer. I'm trying to be the longest running UATX student. When I graduated and I found myself at McKinsey, I found that you couldn't really openly ask a question.
3: It also just kind of felt like... When you just get out of school and then you go work at McKinsey, uh, McKinsey is a tough gig to get. When you just graduate college and you get that gig at McKinsey, Yeah, you keep your head down for a while keep your head down and be like you competed with other people to get a prestigious job and now you're like mad that they're not listening to everything you say there like chat saying this does have some scientology vibe ads ad vibes doesn't it
6: people would say things to be a part of the like crowd I, i felt like there wasn't a critical thinking element so i was really craving this this environment when I went to Forbidden Courses, I just took time away from work, and it was like, I don't know, it felt like alive again. The types of conversations that we had didn't end. I think it's all dudes. could just continue talking through lunch, and then late into the night, and the friends that I have made, I kept in touch with. I don't think I've met a more valuable group of people, just like the quality of the people, that they're genuine and that they're kind and that they're working really hard and doing some amazing things i have just never really been so proximate to people that can enable creating a business and and scaling it and making it really successful so i feel as though being a part of this takes away the sense of like limitation on what you can achieve well
3: it's the university of austin in texas not the university of texas at austin by the way two completely separate entities but the the confusion there works maybe in the on in the favor of the people who started it. This is Barry Weiss's grift. Um, I'm gonna pull up a, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up a meme I made about this, real quick. I don't usually do this during the podcast because people like watching the uh, listening on the, uh, on the, like Spotify and shit don't really get it. But uh, here's here's a here's here's my take on uh, University of. Oh, Open a new tab here. Just learn how to use a computer here, everybody. Here's here's what I here's when I found out about this, I was like, oh, the University of Austin. There's calipers right next to it, and it says if the staff was good enough for the kids at Epstein Island, they're good enough for your kids too, because a lot of crossover. At least on the initial people they said were involved with uh, Epstein's flight logs. So. Yeah, it's a it's a it's not even really a university. I don't know if I don't think it's accredited and they just have these like uh, uh, rich rich white kids go and talk about how they don't like working at McKinsey. My god, one of the most prestigious firms in their sector doesn't just want to hear your opinion about everything. Doesn't matter how good or bad a place you work at is. The, the, it's like the, it's like the height of delusions of grandeur to assume that everyone at that place needs to hear your fucking opinion. Just not really a likely scenario. Up next, surprisingly enough, not a professor or teacher at the university, uh, at the Austin University, Texas, or whatever the fuck they called it. Uh, it's Candace Owens. And uh, I just put on uh, my docket it was like, whatever, Candace. So I don't know what, I don't know what she said here, but we're going to, we're going to find out together.
17: Tennessee girl 79 said, I'm proud of you, Candace. Not that I'd expect anything less. What we need is more people standing up to these entitled brats and woke idiots. I have a friend with Tourette syndrome, and that is not how they behave. Nobody with Tourette's thinks about being TikTok famous. That is correct. Before she began all of this, she said, I'm going to be TikTok famous. So the police officer and calmed down. Suddenly, her mental illness seemed to get into check when I yelled at her. And we need more public shame. I'm a big believer in public shame. What? And I'm glad that you guys got to see the circumstance happen. Because just so you know, I don't just talk the talk. I walk the walk. I am the number one Karen in society. I go around and I shame people perpetually in public because the way that they behave especially at airports there's just no decorum it needs to be shamed more shame guys not less of it
3: so <clears throat> uh, she told a story I don't know if her story is true about like whoever wrote it or like <clears throat> I, I didn't go and look at the video but it's, my guess here is that like someone uh, who suffers with Tourette's was being abused maybe by a police officer and said, oh, they said, just popped off at the mouth because their phone was running. They're like, you know, you're going to make me TikTok famous with what you're doing here. And that's, you know, like I said, if you're being arrested, shut the fuck up. We said that very beginning of this show. But, you know, that's not really incriminating, I don't think. So I don't know what Candace is doing right there. I'm um, just, I guess, you know, she's like, we should be shaming people with disabilities for talking back to the cops. I mean, I guess. Okay. Sure. Ooh, we're almost there. We're 13 minutes to red light, everybody. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. I'll also know Nick Fuentes this week in red light, I don't think. Here's Tiny Dancer Ben Shapiro, nuclear proliferation expert.
17: Jen says, hey, Ben, thanks for everything you do. As a Japanese guy, the growing aggressions of China, North Korea and Russia are very concerning. My question regards Japanese defense. When the former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe mentioned that Japan should consider hosting U.S. nuclear weapons, the current Prime Minister, Fumio Kishida, denied it, openly said he would not even consider it. I personally thought it was a stupid move because whether we actually host it or not, I think it might restrain China and other enemies from making aggressive military action if Japan starts discussing it.
3: Do you th- Except that China might think that, uh, that Japan having a bunch of American nuclear weapons just kind of sitting there would be an act of aggression by the United
17: States. Japan should host U.S. nuclear weapons at this point. What else can the Japanese government do to protect the territory and other allies from countries like China and North Korea? I always enjoy your show in Japan. I'm looking forward to hearing your answers. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think Japan should should do that. Uh, First of all, I I think realistically speaking, the United States extending its nuclear umbrella to include allies like Japan is a smart move. Because otherwise, eventually, those countries are going to look at at China and say, we'll get a nuke on our own. Uh, By the way, this is what many countries have done when they don't feel sufficiently protected by the United States' nuclear umbrella. Yeah, they just nuke other
3: countries on their
17: own. ...developed in secret a nuclear program is because they did not feel protected from their Arab neighbors. And so they developed a nuclear weapons program in secret. You're seeing a lot of countries right now who are attempting to ramp up their nuclear programs specifically because they feel insecure. Insecurity breeds nuclear proliferation. One way of preventing nuclear proliferation is extending America's nuclear umbrella.
3: Um, he's just describing an escalation of tensions with China right there. That's not smart like i'm not a, i'm not good on foreign policy i'm just going to say that it seems like if i was uh, working in the chinese government maybe in their defense department or the uh equivalent what they whatever they call their defense department we're like hey um it looks like the americans have put a bunch of uh, nuclear uh nuclear capable missiles in uh japan and then they'd go they would say well that's oh well we better we better respect america no you're gonna fucking ramp your own shit up it's, this is, this is how fucking wars start. Anyway, we got two more. We might not even make it till exactly nine, but that's okay. Here's a Matt Walsh, Uh Matt Walsh, <laughs> uh, Matt Walsh <laughs> got some thoughts about fucking ice skating.
7: The organizations NFL, NFL, and NHL are, are are both certainly a lot less manly today than they were uh, even ten years ago, or certainly thirty years ago. Yo, you know what? I'd I'd love to. I mean,
3: dude, the NHL is like the organization where you can just get in a fight in the middle of the game and they just let you. I don't think that that's toxic masculinity. But I mean, I Matt Walsh, maybe, maybe, maybe think maybe think a little bit about yourself before you start doing this.
7: Um. But if we were having this conversation 10 years ago um, before the NHL uh, started doing Pride Nights and all the rest of it, uh, then maybe you can make an argument for that. Oh, yeah. Like, one, like, like
3: say what you want about San Jose, but it's a very queer friendly place. The tickets for Pride Night that happened during Pride Week or around Pride Week, I think here in um, San Jose to go to the San Jose Sharks game, they're hard fucking tickets to get.
7: NHL, um, but now, and, and the, the NFL went woke too, but not to that level. Like, the NFL teams aren't doing Pride Nights.
3: You're probably wrong. I bet the San Francisco 49ers do something for Pride, uh, where they got to wear the rainbow uh, uniforms and everything else. Are there hockey players wearing rainbow uniforms? I don't think this is true.
7: I'm not a hockey expert. So, NFL wins out for that alone. NHL is Pride Nights. NFL doesn't at this point. So NFL wins. Then we talk about the sports. And yeah, on hockey, you've got, first of all, fighting after the play is part. I mean, I'm, I'm, that's cool. The fact that you could just beat the hell out of each other. For- but Matt, if anybody even laid a finger on you anywhere,
3: you would drama queen about it forever. Just forever.
7: It's nothing to do with what's actually happening on the, I don't know, I've never watched hockey, but I guess. Too good. he has someone there listening to you. Is that a therapist? It's understood that that's what you're going to do. Um, so that that's cool. You don't have that as much in football. But at the same time, I got to deduct points based on the fact that you, are, that you are on ice skates, which is a little bit, you know, it's like that's what figure skaters use.
3: No, those are different kinds of ice skates. But also, has anybody here ever tried ice skating? I have. I fell down a lot that hurt and also like my my the muscles in my legs hurt from trying to hold myself up what is he talking about ice skating is hard
7: and it's like it's a little bit sort of dainty you know you're ice skating around yes that's what i think of what i think of hockey is dainty you can never you can never be fully manly on ice skates or on it's like on rollerblades how manly (laughs) <laughs> you you could do a version of of uh, i mean roller hockey's a thing right um and that could be fun i guess but you're still in rollerblades so oh dude this guy
3: this guy was this i guarantee you that this guy's of the right age this guy was big into rollerblades you know i like his fucking guest is just like uh-huh is that his guest or is that, i I, I know it probably isn't but i'd like to believe that's his therapist Yo, like hockey, like, I don't even, I think it's bad, actually, that there's fights during hockey. I don't think that that should be a part of the game. I think it like sets a bad example for kids who are sports fans. But the idea that the uh, hockey players are dainty, even though like the sport is less violent than it once was, ain't dainty. Part of the game is you just, part of the game is you just get going as fast as you can and smash into whoever is controlling the puck so that somebody else on your team can get the puck from them. Dainty ain't the word that I would use to describe that. It's a, a high contact sport. Probably the impacts are less frequent, but probably more dramatic than football because you can get going a lot faster on them fucking skates than you can running. Like that was just, that was just dumb. Uh, I mean, I don't even know. I I, don't, I mean, I was kind of fucking, That uh, was just dumb. Yeah, I would like just, yeah. Teach him how to ice skate first, right? Like you know, let him learn to let him learn to skate first, and then uh, then put put Matt Walsh and have him go easy on him. Have him go easy on him. Maybe like, maybe like, is there a high school uh ice hockey team that he could go uh, try to play with? So maybe the rules are a little, you know, a little less violent. I don't know. Anyway, we got one more. We got uh, a <laughs> Dave Rubin. And some other IDW-type goals. Uh, They're championing free speech, and they're doing it in Hungary. They're in Budapest, talking about how uh, Hungary is a bastion of free speech, which is crazy town.
16: So I was taken to meet this guy, Peter Krako, who was a, a liberal, an outspoken anti-Orban figure, but by all accounts, an honest man. So I sat, he's a professor. I sat down with him in his office and said, why are you against the government? He said, well, I think it's corrupt, and plus I'm in favor of- uh, Why are you against the government? Same-sex marriage, this government is not, uh, but on the trans thing, I'm just not sure. And then we went on to talk about other things. At the end of the conversation, He said, but you know, in in the end, I can stand here in my classroom in Budapest and say whatever I want about the government, and no one will bother me. I said, Peter, that's really interesting, because in the United States, you could say anything you wanted about anything, and the government won't bother you. But if you said what you did at first, that you're in favor of same-sex marriage, but you're just not sure about trans, you'd probably have some students who would report you to to the, uh, the administration, say they had been harmed. You would have to be in a star chamber defending your job, and I'm just not part, sure. You would never work again. So, who has more freedom, Peter? You here in Orban's Hungary, or your counterpart in America? It just had not occurred to him.
3: Yeah, that's that's like that all, that's all this, all the is. all these uh, professors who have people are getting mad at. They're just like, oh, I just don't have enough information really on this matter. And then the fucking everybody loses their mind. That's what's going on, right, everybody? I just don't know. I'm not a not up up to date on this um and this you know that's not my area of study uh like i don't think that's what people are getting uh uh, canceled for in fact it's uh i think that's pretty i'd be fine with that if i was like at a dinner party and i brought it up and somebody's like oh i just haven't really looked into it i don't know that much about it and i'd be like oh okay and i would just fucking let it go dinner party classroom whatever i think you can i think you can actually get away with saying i don't know here in the united states i feel like like there's no problem telling people you don't know that you don't have enough information about a certain matter i don't think any i don't think professors are getting canceled for that here's more from that same event
22: on top of the fact that it's actually manipulated information in ways that we don't understand as as elon talked about you know not only did the government uh, have access to Twitter, but he also had activists at the company writing code. So he still doesn't know how to unfurl all of that. That when I, when I met with him a few months ago, that was my main takeaway. It's like, it's not just that he had to buy this thing and correct it. He has a, he has a ship that is, that is completely rotted on the inside. And he's not even sure if that ship, uh, needs to be replaced altogether rather than just fixed.
3: Yo, Dave Rubin is like, remember when Elon was like, Oh, we're going to have to do a complete code rewrite. And then in the space he was in, somebody who was like either currently working for Twitter or a former Twitter employee he said, Well, what part of the stack don't you like? Well, you know, what part of the stack is the problem? You know, where are we at? And then Elon fucking was like because he didn't know shit. He didn't know shit about that. And not for nothing. Like all these all these social media platforms are resting on a resting on top of a lot of open source software that the company didn't create and uh, hopefully they're you know hopefully they would be better stewards of the open source community by donating more to the or giving more back contributing more upstream giving more of their money but like the foundation the foundational code from twitter is all open source stuff that uh, people have been working on for decades and elon fucking probably didn't even know that and so when the, he he was asked about like what part of this code are you going to are you going to replace or whatever he didn't know cuz he didn't fucking know and He's not in there trying to fix everything. Elon's not a software engineer. Like Dave is so fucking dumb. Dave is so fucking dumb. We should be glad though that Dave Rubin is really dumb. And I think we're going to leave it there. Thanks everybody for hanging out for the podcast part of the show. As always, live viewers don't go nowhere. We got some uh, great stuff in red light. Actually, we have a uh, one, another cop video of, of cops and goats. We got a uh, Trump one by 19 million votes. We got by stock and Lindell TV. We got the real reason Bed Bath & Beyond went out of business. We got uh, QAnon and disinformation. We got Alex Jones talking about false flags and drone drone strikes. And then, of course, uh, JFK Jr. doing a bit of a Scientology and talking about SSRIs and uh, mass shootings. And um, as always, this would be Boomers by Periscope. Change the contents of my drink. Change the colors of the lighting in this room. And uh, we'll be back with red light.
0: What we're doing at Ecoplex and aren't into Twitch. Please join our Patreon at patreoncom Ecoplex. For five dollars, you can get every show from beginning to end sent to you as an MP3, even the stuff we bleep out because it's too spicy for Twitch. Ecoplex would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the community support we receive. Find out all the ways you can support the show at ecoplexmedia.com/support.